welcome to the Rise with Ryan podcast, where we always rise with a why. I'm your host, Ryan Borowski, here to help you raise the bar for your day. And this is episode number 109. And today we're going to talk about a relevant topic for everybody. And for some of you, this may really hit home. If you're feeling stuck right now, or you're feeling down, or you're not feeling like yourself, not feeling love for yourself, or you experience behaviors that self-sabotage your success, whether these feelings are in the slightest amount, or you hear me saying this and you're thinking, yes, Ryan, I feel that all the time. What are you going to say next? This will apply to everyone. From a coaching perspective, I see so many people struggle with owning their past, which prevents them from being in the now and winning in the next. What happens is our past experiences shape our identity. Now, these could be very good experiences that serve us, or they could be experiences that are detrimental to our future. For example, say we've experienced pain from being vulnerable or being open to others in the past. We're not going to have that behavior moving forward because our mind says, last time I did this, I experienced pain, so now I'm gonna put a shield around me. I'm not going to open up, I'm going to protect myself. Or maybe in the past, we could have got a ton of love and attention from others when we hit rock bottom or when we failed. So we may experience success in our life and some progress, but then at some point we self-sabotage because we know that we're more likely to get that significance if we hit that rock bottom spot again. Or we may have experienced love and attention when we did everything perfectly in our life from those who loved us most. When we were perfect, we'd get praised by them. So as a result, We literally can refuse to make progress in our life because we're trying to get everything in line. And then once everything is perfect, now I have permission to move forward. These are real beliefs that we have and they're all based off of the past experiences that either brought us pain or brought us pleasure. And that's how we act here today. Do you know how hard it is to succeed with these beliefs that I just walked through? And those are just a few examples. How do you succeed if you have a shield around you? and people don't know who you really are? How do you succeed and be the best version of yourself if you subconsciously sabotage your success? How do you make progress in your life if you're always waiting for things to be perfect? How do we move forward if we don't own our past? The answer is, we don't. So that means we must own our past if that past is preventing us from being our best in the future. And we all have aspects of our past that are preventing us. Now, they're to different degrees, but everybody has some part of their past that is preventing us from being our best in the future. So let's go through some strategies that have significantly impacted those that I have coached, because this comes up in every coaching conversation. The first part is being aware. We cannot change what we're not aware of. So becoming aware and admitting that these beliefs are negatively impacting your life is a huge part of this. In some cases, your life may become unmanageable because of these beliefs. Sharing that past with others is a really good strategy to get this going in the right direction because if you don't, those experiences will be pushed down, manifested, and you may experience some progress, but it's a cycle if you don't talk about it. For example, and I see this again all the time, because it's natural for us to think we're the exception. When I'm coaching someone to achieve their goals, they may see progress in their life and they think, oh my goodness, I don't have to own my past. I'm working with Ryan, I'm seeing progress. I am the exception to this rule. This is going to be awesome. I don't have to address anything that has happened in the past, but that's not the truth. In fact, if you don't get to the root of it and you don't talk about it and you don't share it with others, in some cases it may even be that person 
who may have created the beliefs that you have right now, then at some point you'll be back right where you started. And the next step to this is critical. And again, these are just based off of my experiences where I've seen my clients have a ton of success. You're calling out your beliefs in this next step. And you do this by creating empowering beliefs that you can experience love by doing something different. And this is in small steps, or you can experience that significance by doing something different. Yes, at this point, you're telling yourself this is the only way you can get it, but we are breaking that down, we're building it back up with these beliefs, but it's small steps. It's sharing your vulnerabilities with someone and having them show you love back. Now that's going to give you small momentum. It's gonna give you some confidence and confirm that, hey, being myself is powerful. In fact, I experience more love from others when I'm myself. Here's the thing, right now where you're at, you are not stuck. It may feel like you're stuck, but you are just committed to certain patterns of behavior because they have helped you in the past and you can't blame yourself for that. You've protected yourself. But now those behaviors have become more harmful than helpful. The reason why you can't move forward is because you keep applying an old formula to a new level in your life. It's time to change that formula to get a different result. However, this isn't easy. As I said earlier, it takes baby steps. It's like if you walk into the gym for the first time ever, you may not start with any weight. And then maybe, just maybe you move to a two and a half pound dumbbell. And then after a while you move to a five pound dumbbell and then up to a 10 and a 15 and a 20. And next thing you know, over time, through baby steps, through that momentum, you have 50 pound dumbbells in your hands and that's creating a new pattern and a strong pattern and a strong behavior along with beliefs that will serve you. Now throughout this process, it's not going to be perfect. That old pattern will run less and less the more that you practice. That being said, it does come up. And if something triggers that old thought, that old behavior, it's always helpful to have a go-to statement. If you're feeling like you need to be perfect, have a go-to statement that starts with I am. And maybe for example, it's I am perfectly imperfect and I value the truth over others' approval for me. Or I am worthy. I am deserving, I am capable of achieving everything I want in my life. That statement is something that you have to create. It starts with I am, and you say your new empowering belief. It's an affirmation, but going back to our dumbbell example, it's not just you saying an affirmation and hoping things change. You are pairing that affirmation with powerful action that's going to help you change over time. If your past isn't serving you anymore, and it, I'm not saying it has to be your entire past, right? It could be just certain fragments of your past. If those aren't serving you anymore, if they're responsible for beliefs, that are detrimental to your future, it's time to own your past. And when you own your past, you will own your present and you will absolutely own your future. Listen, this is a difficult message to hear for some of us and it's not easy to share this message. In fact, the easy thing to do is to listen to this podcast, shut it off and not put this into practice or not share it with somebody who you feel could use this. It's easy to avoid that ownership. But for those of you who want to make a decision today to own your past, share this with those closest to you and let them know that you're owning your past because you're tired of your past managing your future. It'll be super awkward. It'll feel so uncomfortable, but it will give you your life back. Rise up today and own your past.